Hey, so today's topic is prospecting on phones. Now, uh, Monday, we did prospecting online. Yesterday, we did prospecting in person, or I guess those are switched around. Monday, we did in person. Tuesday, we did online. And today, we're going to be talking about prospecting on phones. So kind of a progression here this week. And then Thursday and Friday, we're going to kind of bring that all together. So today, talking about prospecting on phones, let me go ahead and pull up my graphic here and we will get into it. So the first thing when it comes to prospecting on phones, and when we're talking about prospecting on phones here today, we're really talking about reaching out to new clients, right? To drumming up new clients, to create new clients. So, uh, you know, on our training, uh, a couple of weeks back, we did the pick up the phone training, which is all about picking up the phone, whether you're dialing out or getting calls in or whatever the case may be. This is a little bit different here. On this training, we're talking about prospecting as in creating clients via phone. So a lot of this is essentially cold calling or close to it, where we're taking people that we are not dealing with that may have not requested information from us and we are prospecting and turning them into a prospect or a client or a lead, whatever it is that you want to call it. Now, this kind of seems like a no brainer, but call with purpose. So at the mortgage calculator, we have different call lists loaded up in there, whether it's cold calls or, well, there's a bunch of different types of cold call lists. And then there's also realtor call lists and stuff like that. Whatever you're going to do, we're going to call with a purpose. So we're going to sit down and really think, okay, what list do I want to call, right? And what am I trying to get out of calling this list? It's much more than just pulling up a list, hitting dial and calling them all and just kind of winging it, right? We want to call with a purpose. Hopefully we can find a, a, a call list that kind of uh, means something to us that we are interested in. Maybe you're interested in reverse mortgages. We do have some cold calls at the mortgage calculator specifically for reverse mortgages. So in that case, you know, that would be right up your alley and say, you know what? I'm interested in reverse mortgages. I want to call those leads. Uh, and now I'm calling with an actual purpose as opposed to just picking a list and just calling them. So take a minute, think about what it is that you're looking to do. Look at the different call lists, you know, and figure out what it is that you want as your purpose here. Now, the next line there is be prepared and call with confidence. So being prepared in this example, we are just talking about reverse mortgages. Being prepared is, is not an easy task right? Especially for those of us not familiar with reverse mortgages. So, you know, there's all kinds of cold call lists. I'm just using reverse mortgages as an example because it's kind of unique. And we do have cold call lists in our auto dialer at the mortgage calculator. So being prepared is much more than just saying, okay, I'm calling reverse mortgages. Being prepared is knowing exactly what a reverse mortgage is, exactly how it works, what age that people have to be to do it. I mean, it's a lot more than just calling people and saying, are you interested in a reverse mortgage? And this goes for junior loan officers too. Even though you might not be the one actually doing the loan, you can't just say, oh, I, I don't know how this works, but I'm going to pair you up with a loan officer who does. 
Well, that's all good and well, but if you're going to turn a random person, a cold call into an actual lead or a client, you're going to need to know a little bit more than that, right? You're going to need to know the at least the very basics of what a reverse mortgage is, how does the reverse mortgage work, what age do they have to be? I mean, you're calling people and you could be talking to them about a reverse mortgage and they don't even qualify because they're not old enough, right? And you're here going on and on and doing this whole exercise because you weren't prepared, you're wasting your time, you're wasting their time, and you're frankly, you know, making yourself and the company look bad because you're not prepared in knowing what you're doing. So know the purpose that you're calling for and prepare for it. Make sure you educate yourself on it. We have so many training videos and live trainings that we do that you can look up and pull them up and make sure that before you start on that list, whatever type of list it is, pull up the trainings on that. Refresh yourself on what that is so you can be prepared. And the other part of that is if you're prepared, you can call with confidence. You can tell yourself, I know what I'm doing. I can call people with confidence, right? When you don't know what you're doing, you aren't confident. You can tell, the client can tell, you know, the prospects, they can tell. And it's not a secret that you're just kind of, you know, wavering, that you're kind of just out here, you know, and you're not actually prepared with an actual clear, concise purpose with the information that you need to be able to speak to the prospect about what it is you're calling them about. So we need to be laser focused here. We're calling someone in the for the most part, as a cold call that doesn't know us, doesn't know that we're calling, maybe not even be interested in mortgages necessarily. So you're calling somebody from out of the blue and turning them into a prospect and then to a client. So what do we need? We need to be laser focused. We need to be prepared. We need to have probably the program details pulled up on our screen, probably our other screen, right? We should all have at least two screens where you're dialing on one. Maybe you have the guidelines or just a training or some kind of outline on what that program is so that you can intelligently answer their questions, right? So we're laser focused, we have a purpose, and we are prepared to talk to people about that purpose, which will make us confident when we're dialing. Now, the next bullet point here is be patient in understanding. So when you're on the end of the line where you're calling people, they're going to hang up on you. They're going to say, stop calling. They're going to be upset. Not every person, right? But a lot of people will. And when you're on this side of the dialer, meaning our side as loan officers, as salespeople, it's frustrating, right? And it's easy to get annoyed. It's easy to think that, you know, what are these people thinking? I'm trying to do my job, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But we need to be patient and understanding. Know that when it's you on the other end and people are cold calling you, you're probably pretty abrasive to them as well, right? You're probably saying, I'm not interested in hanging up and stuff. So we have to put ourselves on both sides of the equation and remember how we react 
or, you know, people that we know or the average person reacts like that. You answer your phone. You don't know the person. It's a cold call. It's a spam call. Most people are pretty abrasive. Most people are pretty standoffish. A lot of people get upset, but that's just something that we're going to have to deal with. Remember, like we talked about on one of the previous trainings, that if it takes you a hundred cold calls to get a hold of one person that's actually interested in something, then just treat all the other ones like it doesn't matter because they're the 99, right? So we're going to be unemotionally involved, right? We're going to be emotionally detached. You call somebody, they yell at you, they hang up, and you just got to say, well, that's one of the 99, right? That's one of the 99 that's not going to convert. And I'm just going to keep calling. Maybe the next one's one of the 99 too, but eventually I'm going to get that one. So that's what we got to tell ourselves, right? We got to be patient and understanding. And in the midst of a conversation, if the person does entertain us with a conversation, so some people are just like, no, bye, not interested, bye, right? But if the person doesn't hang up, We want to be patient. We want to be understanding. We want to remember how we would act on the other end of that phone and say, look, I know you probably get a lot of calls, right? And I just wanted to talk to you about X, Y, Z. And so, you know, even when you're talking to them, even when they give us the chance and they're being a little bit of patient and understanding, we want to, you know, put ourselves in their shoes. And if they say, yeah, I'm not interested, I want to go you know, we can say things like, look, I understand. I know you don't have much time, but it would be really great if we could uh, get some time later, or if I could email you some information about this. That's what a lot of people may, you know, allow, right? They may say, hey, I got to go. One of the best things that you could do is right before they go, just ask them real quickly. Well, look, would it be okay if I emailed you some information about this at least? Now they have essentially opted in to be contacted via email, and there is a way to open that line of communication and start talking to them. So you took a person from being, you know, not interested, about to get off the phone, to essentially opening up communication, getting permission to send them emails. They're now a person that's, you know, in your CRM that you can put and, you know, let them know, follow up with them and all that kind of good stuff. So even when people are saying, hey, not interested, you know, whatever it may be, try to save it by at least saying, well, can I at least send you some info? Can I at least send you an email with some information about what we do here, right? So we're going to be patient. We're going to be understanding of what they're going through. I know sometimes it's hard when we're on this side of the dialer Everybody seems so mean to us and everybody, you start to go, what are these people doing? They don't understand what's going on. We have great products and I'm just trying to help them. Well, yes, but when you put yourself on the other end of that, you would probably be doing the same thing. And more often than not, if you do ask them for permission to email them some info, usually people say yes, especially because they just want to get off the phone. Sure, whatever, send me an email, right? And that's great. Sending people an email is just as good as talking to them for a while as far as in this case, right? Because you're getting an opted in client, you're exchanging information, and now you've opened up the door. So you've taken someone from an absolute stranger to now you're emailing, right? So that's a great situation. Don't, you know, forget to use that tool, right? 
And, and when you're using that tool, you, you're understanding, right? You're saying, hey, I get it. I know you don't have much time. Would it be okay if I just sent you an email about this then? And more often than not, you'll see that people say, yes, that's fine. Now, here's the good part about all this, all this work is that cold calls convert at a high rate once they're engaged. So of course, it takes you a while to get someone that's engaged. But once you get somebody engaged, there's plenty of studies that talk about how cold calls sometimes even have higher conversion rates once they're actually engaged, right? So you're going to have to call a ton of cold calls to get a couple people engaged, which is, you know, the same as if you got a lead right? Well, you call hundreds of cold calls, you get three people that are essentially a regular lead, quote unquote, because now they're essentially, you know, telling you that they're interested, they've essentially opted in to be contacted. So that'd just be like getting a regular lead. And cold calls, once they become a, you know, quote unquote, regular lead, they actually convert at pretty high rates. So what are we going to do here? We're going to be understanding of people because, again, we just need to get our amount of people. That's it. We're going to let all the other people who hang up and stuff. Mind you, we're never going to see these people, right? You're never going to meet these people. You're never going to see these people. So just let them be one of the 99 that doesn't convert, that's not interested, and we're going to focus on the ones that are because we know even though we had to call 100 people to get this one, that one is going to actually have a good rate of conversion. So that's something that can keep us motivated as we call and say, wow, this is kind of difficult because I, do, I have to call so many people just to get one as opposed to, you know, if I was doing a lead campaign or something, I'd be getting more leads and making less calls. Well, that's all fine and dandy if you have unlimited money to spend on leads and if you are, you know, doing that kind of model. But if you don't have unlimited money to spend on leads, you need to drum up business in some type of way. And prospecting via phone is a good way. And for you at the mortgage calculator, it's free, right? A lot of people have to buy their CRM, their auto dialer, buy cold called lists, uh, you know, and actually purchase these lists and stuff. Well, at the mortgage calculator, you guys all have access to all of this for free. So, uh, you know, again, if you don't have unlimited budgets, this is something you can do for $0. What does it take? Take some elbow grease, right? It takes some work. And so if, you know, that's the flip side of what you can and cannot do. And if you cannot purchase thousands of dollars of leads in order to be able to convert enough, then cold calling, you're going to spend some of your time and you're going to turn a hundred calls into one lead, right? And then you're going to follow up with that lead accordingly. Now, the last thing here on my list is to prospect for realtor partners via phone. So while we're talking about prospecting via phone, we can talk about the realtors as well. So those of you at the mortgage calculator have a realtor list in the auto dialer already there for you. I recommend using this, right? Remember that realtors are going to give you business for years to come. So that's another motivation that you can give yourself when you're calling realtors is just imagining that, yeah, you know, maybe it takes a lot to get a hold of one realtor. Let's say it's one in a hundred, just like we talked about with the cold calls. One in a hundred, right? Well, one realtor can give you a hundred deals. 
right? So it's very important to understand the power of calling realtors because it will actually, you know, multiply your effort exponentially. You're calling cold calls, you're calling clients, hopefully some of them convert into a deal. And then hopefully some of those convert into referrals and all that kind of stuff. But a realtor can convert into multiple deals, even multiple deals per month, also working with other realtors that may be in their office. So prospecting for realtors can really explode your business because that's the best source for referrals. So get in that mind state, calling the realtors, pull up your auto dialer, select the realtor list, start calling them and say to yourself, you know what? If I could just get one out of a hundred realtors to actually answer the phone, to actually exchange information with me, to be interested in the programs we have, that one realtor, sky is the limit of how many deals I could get. You can make hundreds of thousands of dollars just from that one realtor over the course of your career, right? Or even shorter. So cold calling clients is great, prospecting for clients, but at the mortgage calculator, we do have that realtor list and I really want everybody to take advantage of that. And when you're doing so, make sure to tell yourself, yes, it might be hard to get a hold of them. Yes, it might be uh, difficult for them to essentially be interested in using you because a lot of them may be using another person for financing their clients' loans. But remember, we have most lenders, especially the people they're probably using, their go-to lender, go-to loan officer probably does not have the thousands and thousands of programs that we do. So we're always available for a realtor. We always are going to bring value to the table and we're going to be patient and we're going to be understanding. And we're going to say, look, I, I totally respect that you already work with someone, but let me ask you a question. Do they do bank statement loans? Do they do DSCR loans? What do they do when a client has no job? Do they have a program like I do where somebody could buy a primary residence with no income, no job verification? Because 99.9% .9 of loan officers don't have that program, right? So that will blow a realtor's mind that we have our CDFI products, no income, no job verification on a primary residence. I'm not talking about a DSCR loan here. I'm talking about a primary residence, owner occupied, no income verification, no employment verification. And their eyes start to get big because they have clients that can't get qualified because they don't have the employment history or they don't have the actual income that they can prove because their income may be this or that. You know, Nick does those loans with crypto type people because they don't actually have income, but they have money, right? So talking about these types of programs can blow realtors' minds we talk about this before, how you can talk to realtors about our DSCR loans. Do you have any investor clients? Do you have anybody who's bought rental properties? Let's go have them cash out, refinance on a DSCR loan. 
no income verification, no job verification, not going to affect your actual, you know, doesn't take your DTI into consideration. We can do as many loans as we want with this. So your client can refi one, buy two more, right? And now you've got two transactions out of that. So this is music to realtors ears if you frame it in the correct way. So I really encourage everybody to take advantage of those realtor calls. Yes, it's cold calling, essentially, it's prospecting for realtor partners, but just that one realtor can give you a ton of deals. So just keep that in your mind when you're calling. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, I'm calling a bunch of people. But when I just get that one, it's exponential growth. If I could get two a day, three a day, four a day, then even just know my programs and know that I'm the person to call when their other lender falls through. That's fine. They could keep working with their lender. And again, that's where we're going to be patient and understanding, right? I understand you already have a lender for all of your conventional FHA, VA, and USDA loans, and that's great, right? You should keep using them if you're happy with them. But what I have is a lot more tools in my toolbox. So when they can't qualify a client for you, please give me a call because I would be more than happy to use any of my 5,000 programs to see if we can qualify your client when your go-to lender can't. So they love that pitch. They'll do that. And again, get their email, get their information, start exchanging with them, and that will work for you, I promise. So today's takeaway here is call with a purpose. Be prepared. I can't stress this enough to be prepared so that you can call with confidence. If you're not prepared, you're not going to be calling with confidence. And that's the most important thing. When you're doing cold calls, when you're doing prospecting, the confidence in your voice is everything. If you're timid, if you're unsure, if you're not educated on what you're calling about, it's going to be impossible to call with confidence. People are going to hear that in your voice and you're not going to get as far. So you're going to take the same amount of time calling people. You're going to take up your valuable time calling these people. But if you didn't take that time in the beginning to be prepared to educate yourself on what you're calling them about. That way you can call them with confidence. You're going to get a much lower conversion rate for spending the same amount of time on the phone. So let's take that little extra time in the beginning, go watch a training on what we're about to call about, pull up the guidelines or the matrices or whatever we have on those loans to, uh, you know, on whatever we're calling them about, have it up on our other screens so we can have an intelligent conversation once somebody does give us a chance. So we're going to figure out the purpose of why we're calling, what list we're going to be prepared. That way we can call with confidence. When people are upset, we're going to be patient and understanding and we're going to try to turn that into at least getting their email to send them more info before they get off the phone, whatever it is. If they try to get off the phone, we want to slip one last thing in there to try to get permission to either call them at a different time or what works even better is to email them the information and just get that quick permission before they get off the phone. And most people just say, yeah, sure, whatever. Right. And then. We're going to keep in mind while we're doing all of this that cold calls will convert at a high rate. We just have to get them engaged, right? 
And then we also want to prospect for realtors uh, via phone. So my challenge for all of you today, every day, I challenge you all to do something here today, right? Not tomorrow. I challenge you to do this today. I challenge everybody at the mortgage calculator to pull up the auto dialer, pull up the call list, find a list that you think you would be able to call, right? Figure out the purpose of that. Prepare yourself to call and then start calling a list today. Give it a try. Start calling them. And I also challenge you all to call the realtor list, right? You you need to call that list. I would call some today. See how it goes and then put that into your daily rotation, your daily routine of reaching out and prospecting with new clients and prospecting with new realtors. I promise you that the realtor call list is the most underutilized, valuable asset that people have that is right there at your fingertips. It costs you zero dollars and it can make you a lot of money over time. It's not going to be necessarily instant, but if you call 400 realtors in a day, which the auto dialer will absolutely allow you to do, I'm sure one of them will have a deal that may have just been denied somewhere or they're having a problem getting a client pre-qualified. So you could shake out sight away, but for the most part, you're calling these realtors and you're building those relationships. So I challenge you to find a list of cold calls, figure out the purpose of calling them, be prepared, call them with confidence. And I also challenge you to try calling the realtor list today and see how that goes. And then you can better prepare yourself to call them in the future. I really highly recommend that everybody takes the time to call that realtor list, those those multiple realtor lists in the auto dialer. So thank you everybody for tuning in. We have a new topic tomorrow that we're going to go through. I appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully you all can take this to heart and follow up today. I really uh, encourage everybody because tomorrow it's all just going to fade away, right? So let's get off this training right now, write down a couple things that we need to do and get to actually doing it today. We'll be right back here tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern with a new episode of the Loan Officer's Tales Training with the Mortgage Calculator. Thank you for tuning in. Everybody have a great day.